people feel that they are entertained, if they're getting what they want, then they will come back for more again and again and again. That's where the relationship is built. And that's where that know, like, and trust relationship can be accelerated so that people are ready to take action with you. Are you a community leader who's looking to really build your community through the power of email? It's the first chance you have to get in front of the right people, and you should make the most of it. So many community leaders take the template approach, and you've lost your community before they've even found you. How about crafting the perfect welcome series instead? You can grab my guide, Crafting the Perfect Welcome Series, at theaudienceconverter.com slash giveaway. Discover the tips and tactics I use to help my clients get up to an 80% open rate. When people open those first few emails, they're more likely to continue opening your messages, engaging, and buying from you. Build your community the right way with a welcome series that converts. Grab your copy at theaudienceconverter.com slash giveaway. Alrighty, if you've got questions about Instagram, if you want to make sure you understand how to make it work for you and your business specifically, if you're just a little bit lost about how on earth Instagram can really grow and drive your business growth, I am so excited today to welcome you to more conversations, clients, and cash, where we go into all of the marketing strategies and business building strategies that can get you more conversations, more clients, and more cash in your business. I am your host, Kimberly Whitecamp, a marketing strategist and conversion copywriter who is devoted to helping coaches build the business of their dreams that helps them support their dream life. And uh, today with me to talk about this wonderful topic of Instagram, which I get tons of questions on, is Jake Adam Davey. Jake Adam Davey is the UK's leading Instagram marketing expert. And he's also, of course, a highly sought after online business coach and speaker. He really specializes in helping entrepreneurs become, and most importantly, stay the go-to expert in their industry on Instagram especially if you don't want to do it without paid advertising, which I am loving that idea as well. And over the last five years, he's helped his clients generate over 4 million in sales with Instagram and help them grow their business exponentially. So does that sound like a good idea? Are you interested in figuring out how to use Instagram without having to resort to um, all of the paid strategies or using a mix? Uh, Then this is the episode for you. So Jake, I'm so excited to have you here and welcome to the show. Kimberly, thank you so much. I am delighted to be here. And I'm a little bit nervous about living up to that introduction. (laughs) (laughs) I will do my best, but I'm delighted to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm excited to have you here too. Instagram is one of those things where I get a lot of questions about it. I I know a lot of people who've made it work for them, uh, but the whole strategy part, the whole getting started part, the whole how on earth do I find the time to make it work part, lots of questions about that for me and for my clients and for my listeners. So I'm really excited to have you here and talking about this. However, before we dive into Instagram, I love hearing about people's journeys because there is no one right way to become an entrepreneur or a coach. And I love hearing about how people got to where they're doing. So what was your journey like to becoming this Instagram expert? Wow. I'll I'll give the the short version and concise version as much as I can. The first thing I I would say is it was never my intention to have my own business at all. I I probably still don't consider myself as an entrepreneur. But the, the journey started, I was working as a teacher. So eight years working as a teacher in schools in the UK. I taught French and Spanish. And I loved teaching. I absolutely loved teaching. I thought it was fantastic. 
but I knew that I wanted to help more people. I knew that I really wanted to you know, have a little bit more flexibility. The teaching occasionally could be a little bit constrained in, in the format and how it's delivered and such. Don't get me wrong. They get fantastic holidays and I'm never complaining about that. But um, I, I was doing it for a long time and I realized that actually I'm not sure it was what I, I really wanted to keep doing. But I came from a family of teachers. Both my parents were teachers. Five out of my six aunties and uncles were teachers. So it almost felt destined that that's what I was going to do. But I left after eight years, moved to Australia, no plan, no money, no idea what I was going to do. And just the idea was just to backpack and work and spend all my money and, and have a great time. And I did. But I got to the stage where the money had run out. I realized that I probably need, needed to grow up a little bit. This was when I was uh, 30. And so I, the plan was to come back to England and start teaching all over again. And as luck, fate, serendipity, chance, whatever you want to call it, would have it, I literally bumped into somebody on a beach whilst I was out there. And we got talking and this person was being paid to travel the world and being paid to speak at events and teach people how to use Twitter for their business and grow their business with Twitter. And I, I just, I looked at him and I thought, you're teaching, you're traveling, you're doing the things that I absolutely love doing. How on earth do I get, how do I get paid to do this? And so I, I joined his program. I got mentored by him. I got coached by him. I literally had no idea. I made all the mistakes that you possibly could. But I took close guidance and close support from him and ended up making Instagram my, my speciality. Over the course of the five years, I've, I've invested in 68, I think, different Instagram trainings. So if anybody, if you, Kimberly, or anybody listening has been through Instagram programs, chances are I've bought them and been through them as well. As, as you mentioned in, in, at the start, we've, we've been able to grow the audience and, and helped. Now, we're, I think we're in the tens of thousands of entrepreneurs worldwide that have been able to grow their audience and, and generate more leads, clients, and customers with Instagram. And I feel very genuinely so delighted to be able to do this because I still feel like I'm teaching but I feel like I can I'm helping a different audience if you like in a different way but I absolutely love it and so long as I can keep helping people the Simon Sinek quote serve those who serve others that kind of sticks in my mind and I love the idea that I can work with people who who really have an impact in others lives you know I, I don't consider myself the expert but if I can help other people who are experts to get in front of a bigger audience and serve more people that's the ultimate goal for me Wow, fantastic. And can I just say, we have a very similar background. Oh, really? I'm tempted to ask if you were on a working holiday visa in Australia. Oh, <laughs> I was. Yes, I was. I did a working holiday in New Zealand. And my plan was to go to Australia next, but I had to renew my passport. So I went back to the States, opened my business, and now I am too old <laughs> to go get the, to get the Australian <laughs> visa. But uh, I also came from a, a teaching background, didn't train to be a teacher, but my best right. option after graduating university was to go to Spain and become an English teacher. So that's what I did. Got into travel writing and from there I got into copywriting. So I, I just wow. love that there are so many different ways to be doing what oh, we're doing. Yeah. And there are a few things that you, uh, that you noted is that you've taken 68 or 60 plus at least Instagram trainings and you still don't consider yourself an expert. You can help others because you're at least that 10% ahead, right? And I, I, that's, a, that's a lesson I think all of us need to hear again and again and again, is that while we may not think we're the expert, we actually already know way more than we think we know because we spent the time, the money, the resources to become knowledgeable about that one thing. And anyone who comes to us and they're like, teach me how you do it, 
they've come to us because they've decided that you know more than they do. So if you are 10% ahead of somebody else, you can help them. And that's a really powerful uh, takeaway. I want everyone to kind of take note of and, and just let it sit in your head for a second, right? When I first got started with copywriting, I'd taken one program. I was like, really, can I, can I do this? I'm not sure. But you know what? Over the years, every time I talk to someone, they're like, wow, you've made this make sense. You've made it clear to me. You clearly know more than I do. And I'm like, really? I don't think so. But if you're 10% ahead, then you can help someone behind you. And that is where you get started, right? That's the really powerful part. So 68 Instagram programs, my goodness. But I love your mission, right? Of helping others serve others. That's one of my big goals as well as by helping people work with them. That's why I've kind of transitioned to doing more group and, and training programs because when you can help a group of people who are dedicated to helping another group of people, your impact just keeps rippling outwards, right? And I think that all of us could, could do better with more collaboration and more of a co-creation mentality in the world of business and in the world of life. Um, so tell me a little bit though about, you know, if I'm a business owner, if I'm an entrepreneur, if I'm a coach, out of 68 Instagram trainings, what is that number one thing that I should start getting started with? Like, how do I get started with Instagram? Yeah, it's a very good question. The, the, the key thing is, I think, to get started. And for, for many people, I think the idea is it needs to be perfect. It's all about influencers and beautiful pictures and beautiful images. And do I need a six pack? And do I need to lie on the beach in a bikini and all these types of things? You know, maybe 10 years ago, you know, those types of things were what Instagram was, if you like, known for. And, and it has been synonymous with the, the rise of the influencer. But today it's one of the one of the leading platforms. There's over a billion people using Instagram today. It's valued at over one hundred billion dollars. It's it falls under the, the, the metaverse, you know, Facebook and WhatsApp and Instagram. And so there's going to be billions of dollars of backing for this platform in the future. But the, the major thing I would suggest is. And, and the easiest thing I recommend is look at the people in your space who are perhaps the market leaders and, and have that large audience already on Instagram that you can start modeling. And the tip I give to clients, uh, uh, the question that I ask them is, who right now on Instagram is your ideal client following? And so if we took a real simple example, let's say within personal development, I know that's a very broad niche and, and industry but let's say personal growth and personal development so the top leaders you might think of tony robbins uh, oprah for example louise hay bob, bob proctor was obviously a, a leader great leader in that space as well huge number of people les brown mel robbins all these types of people that come up and my advice is look at those people but then look at the layer below them and ideally who are the people with say five thousand to a hundred thousand followers on instagram that don't have the Netflix documentaries, they don't have the tens of books, they don't have you know, the, the millions of followers elsewhere, but they're in your space and they've got an audience between 5,000 and 100,000 followers. Those are the people that are using Instagram really, really well because they need to use the platform well and they need to find things that work on this platform to actually start driving some traction. And so one of the big focuses when I start working with clients is let's not try and reinvent the wheel. Let's not let's not kind of try and overcomplicate things by spending hours and hours creating content or anything like that. Let's look at who's doing it really well. Let's look at how they use the platform and let's find a way that's meaningful for you that you can start to model some of those behaviors that doesn't, not in a way that's going to devalue your brand or take away from your, your own voice, but in a way that 
how are these people doing really, really well? And how can I use that as leverage to get started until I feel more comfortable and until I've got my own systems and routines with the platform? So that would be far and away the number one thing that I think allows everybody to get started and it allows them, it gives them a guide, almost a North Star about where to go first. And they can then develop their own voice in a way that, that is meaningful for them. I really enjoy hearing that I don't need to wear a bikini because I don't even own one and uh, have no <laughs> no desire whatsoever to, to post uh, pictures of myself of a bikini on Instagram. But I have noticed that, right? That that is kind of that thought process for a lot of us, especially for those of us who sell the non, what do you call it? Our deliverables aren't tangible, the intangible. That's what it's called, the intangible. Or yeah. as uh, one of my, my fellow colleagues, uh, Tom Pullen calls it marketing the invisible, right? When you, you don't have that thing that you're going to hand off to somebody at the end of the day that they're going to physically hold in their hands. I mean, I hand off pages and pages of Word documents, but you know they can't hold it in their hands. So how do you get started with that? And I love that, that, that simple piece, right, of who to start following first. Because most of us think, oh, well, the only influencers that are out there are the people like Oprah, right? Or are the people that have you know thousands and thousands and thousands. So having that starting point of 5,000 to 10,000 or 1,000 to 5,000 even, as that starting point of that's where you start looking. That's where you see, okay, how are people interacting? How does that work? And then just seeing what is actually working, right? That's kind of a, the rule of thumb in most marketing is see what is working for other people and don't reinvent the wheel. I know a lot of us are tempted to be like, oh, yeah. well, I have this brand new spanking idea and it's going to be better than anything else. So I'm just going to dive into it. But you want to do a little market research. You want to do a little uh, verification on that first. So if we've found those influencers or if we've gone and discovered where those, you know, not beginner, but not high end stages are, you know, one of the things you mentioned was not stressing out or spending hours and hours on content, but let's talk about content a little bit. Obviously, Instagram is all image based, right? You have to have the images to be able to post on Instagram. So what is that quick start method to start planning out or even figuring out what kind of content to create? Yeah. Perfect. You, you, you're teeing up the perfect questions for me, so I, I, I do greatly appreciate it. Very welcome. These are just the questions I so come the, up with, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, these, yeah, no, this is great. So the major, the, major, the major thing that I advise clients or, I mean, anybody that I speak to really, is keep in mind why people are there in the first place. And people go on social media generally for entertainment, education, you know, learning something new, connecting with friends, following celebrities, connecting with interesting people around the world, you know, funny videos of cats falling down the stairs. These types of things are why people go on social media. They don't go on to be sold to. You know, if, if, if you want to buy something, generally you're going to go to Amazon, you might go to Google, you know, there, there are market, you go to Etsy and such, there are marketplaces where you can buy things, but that's not really the real reason why people go onto Instagram or other social media. They're going there for distraction. And, and in, in many ways, that kind of dopamine hit, we're addicted to our phones. And so the key thing is we've got to keep that in mind as, as, as business owners and entrepreneurs who are using this platform. We can, that, that classic Zig Ziglar quote, another person that would fall into that personal development space of you can have everything that you want in life if you just give other people what they want. And so I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm borrowing from him when I speak to our clients and say, how can you focus on what your audience wants to see? There is absolutely nothing wrong in, in entertaining your audience and giving them quick tips and information, useful ideas and such. That's, it doesn't have to be 
whole essays and long, you know, drawn out information, quick one, two second or one, you know, one, two minute tips and bits of information that are really, really valuable that they can take away. But ultimately, if people feel that they are entertained, if they're getting what they want, then they will come back for more again and again and again. That's where the relationship is built. And that's where that know, like and trust relationship can be accelerated so that people are ready to take action with you. And and so in, in very similar ways to Facebook, in very similar ways to perhaps YouTube is slightly different because people will actively search out there. But this is more about it is more about the relationships. It's more about positioning yourself as an authority and being seen as an authority in what you do, but ultimately giving people what they want. And so the number one focus I would have is how can you ensure that your content is is really is something that people want to see? You know, would you would you consume the content that you share with your audience? That's kind of the major first question that I would ask. I'm happy to go a little bit deeper if you like, or you may have some follow-up questions from that. You know, there's a, a bit to unpack there. I think a number one is just that reminder of why people are on social media, right? A lot of us kind of get stuck in that thought process of, well, I'm posting on social so people will sign up and buy from me. That's why you're doing it, but that's not why somebody else is on social yeah. media. That's not why your, you know, your followers, your clients, your prospects, your future clients, it's not why they're on social media. They're on social media to, to get entertained or to, to maybe even get answers to questions they have. That definitely happens, especially like if you're going into a particular group and you're asking a question, that is your purpose for being there. But for the most part, we also get stuck in that spiral or we get lost in, in just going through our feeds. So why would somebody want to keep going, right? What's going to cause that pause as they call it, right? Uh, pause the scroll or something like that. Yeah, stop the scroll. Stop yeah. the scroll. There we go. So one of the things you <laughs> mentioned, right, is that you want to build that know, like, and trust factor. And most importantly, that it's about relationships. And I want to dive in a little bit to that uh, part of it, because one of the things I talk about a lot is that email marketing is your relationship builder tool, right? If they get on your list, you're building a relationship with them. You have to stop thinking about them as leads and realize that they're all people. And that's where your strategy comes from. And I think the same is true on social media is that we remember it's a, it's a way for us to build a relationship. And I know a lot of us are tempted to be like, well, I'm just going to find all the tools and automate everything and outsource everything. And then I don't have to touch it. But at the end of the day, people want to get to know you. That's why they're going to buy from you as opposed to somebody else, right? Uh, Jake mentioned that uh, he's bought 68 Instagram trainings and then he has his own. So why is somebody going to choose to, to try out Jake's versus one of those other 68? And I'm sure there's thousands of trainings out there. And it's because they like the, the way Jake explains things, the way Jake approaches things, the way Jake talks about things, the way he explains, whatever that looks like. So talk to me a little bit about, you know, how can you use what most of us think is a passive channel, right? We, we just kind of view stuff on Instagram, right? So how can we use yeah. it um, as a relationship building tool? And I think that'll also speak um, to, you know, why Instagram is a great place to build your audience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I fully agree. I would echo what you, you mentioned about the, the, the email database and growing the list and nurturing the list. I think that's really important. And what we've, what we've found from that is from that database, there are people who naturally want to come across to connect with us on Instagram. And we're very fortunate. I guess from a business owner perspective, you want to keep people in your ecosystem. And so email email databases is, is our ecosystem but so is our instagram so is our podcast so is the website and various other places that we that we show up and the more contact points you have with people the better those relationships and the stronger those relationships are going to be 
and so it, it, it it's a great touch point in, in that sense with regards specifically nurturing relationships i'm a huge fan of instagram stories and i think that they are still the most effective way and probably the best time saving way and the most time effective way for business owners and entrepreneurs to use that platform i'll just throw this in there on average people spend 53 minutes a day on instagram the last thing that i want anybody listening to this and any of our clients i say this as well I don't want to, nobody wants another job, right? Nobody wants more things to do. So the last thing I want is for people to go off and feel that they need to spend 53 minutes a day on this platform. However, other people out there right now who are addicted to their phones can't help but pick up their phone and click around on Instagram. This is our opportunity to leverage that audience and, and what this platform has brought, you know, us being able to connect with people around the world. And so what, you know, one of the things that we do teach is how can you most effectively use the time, whether you've got 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it might be, or longer, if you, if you so choose. And a big element of that is using Instagram stories. And whilst Instagram stories are not necessarily a tool for growth, they're not going to contribute to, to, to growing the audience. They are a fantastic way to capture, if you like, your raving fans. Statistically, Instagram will show the top 10 to 15% of your audience, your stories on a consistent basis. So let's say you have an account with even a small, let's say small, it's a thousand followers. Statistically, 100 to 150 of those followers are going to see your stories every day. And stories are a great tool. They are, they, they're, they're, they're disappearing. So they stay around for 24 hours maximum. They can be video, image, you can have music in there. It's, a, it's almost the perfect tool to break down that fourth wall and communicate with your, your followers and your audience directly. And it's a lot more off the cuff. It doesn't, it doesn't go onto your, your grid as, or your profile, if you like. So I know some people like to keep that pretty. I'm less bothered about that. But it means that you can pretty much post anything in there and you can be authentic. You can be yourself. You can show up you know, as a real person for your audience and you can build those relationships. And I think that's what's so powerful about stories. So my number one tip for anybody who, irrespective of the size of their audience, who wants to build relationships and, and start to, you know, ultimately, if, if you like, almost, almost take off the top 10 to 15% of their most engaged, like the raving fans, you know, we're talking the, the type of people who queue outside the Apple store three days before the new iPhone comes out, like those type of raving fans that, that wants to see your content, because <laughs> um, they exist, right? They're out there. They do, um, yes. Yeah. So, the, so they're, they're on the platform. And I think if you, if you show that, you know, it, even just by using that one tool alone and that element of the platform, it will significantly in, increase the engagement you get, the interaction you get, and it's going to naturally drive more conversations, which lead to increased profits, increased sales, increased leads, increase, increased clients and customers. Fantastic. You know, there are so many follow-up questions I could ask, but I don't want to take up too much of your time. And of course, our, our listeners' times uh, keep this within, within the realm so my last question then, um, well, my next question is, you know, one of the things I love hearing from other people is that we're all real people running real businesses that have real successes and then and real less successes, right? So as you're building out this community of people who are using Instagram the right way, who are really truly understanding how to use Instagram as a relationship building tool and as a way to increase their impact, which I just love, what is one of those things that you're maybe uh, struggling a little bit with or an obstacle you recently in uh, encountered, right? You really know Instagram, uh, but what's something else that's, that's going on in the business side of your world? Oh, nice. So just so I'm clear, because away from Instagram, is that more? 
Well, a struggle you found with Instagram or a struggle you found with building your business, either is great, right? All of us have this. I feel that there's this perception a lot of people have in their heads that that person above me, I see them as the guru. So I see them as, you know, they've got it all dialed in. But in reality, all of us have most of what we want dialed in, but there's always something we're working on. So I love being able to hear about, you know, what other people are working on. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I, I, I will be the first to say that absolutely not everything is dialed in. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, if I'm honest, I think that's part of the fun. You know, there's going through the business, working on the business consistently and, and such. Sometimes we all get lost in the in the detail, the finer detail and the ups and downs and such. But when I personally, when I take a step back, I think this is really exciting. You know, I, I genuinely think it's really exciting. I guess two major things which are totally in some ways very unrelated. Well, two major things that, that have been challenges or struggles. The first one is quite a funny one, but we've recently had a number of fake accounts um, oh. in, in my name, as in pictures of me, they've used our posts, they've, they've, they've literally copied our profile, oh, our profile and so doubled me, if you like. And the reaction from the team was, was this is terrible, this is awful, isn't this, this is dreadful. And I thought about it for a bit and I thought, this is great. <laughs> somebody what? likes my stuff what? enough to copy the whole thing i know yeah i know i was like this is great why somebody's copied my, my account this is just ridiculous so I, I, I guess what i'm getting at is that that on one hand it could be very frustrating yes it was time consuming we had to message a lot of our clients and followers and tell them that this was a fake account that there was a fake accounts out there and our our follower and our client security safety happiness it's a priority right without our audience we, we don't have a business but it was just a refreshing take on this could be a real problem but also it's quite a nice maybe it's quite a nice thing to have as well the other thing i would say as well which is is constantly something that we're working on is finding and supporting the right people in the team i'm very aware of my own strengths and i'm very aware of maybe some of my downsides as well i think i think i'm, I'm considering myself as quite a good leader I know that's a bold claim, but I would balance that out by saying maybe I'm not the best manager. And so um, one of the things that I've found is I'm very comfortable moving forward and, and in, in a way driving the business forward, but managing things that happen behind me or with the team and such and making sure that everybody's really comfortable in what they're doing and is supported is something that's definitely for my development. And so I'm working hard on that at the moment, but also bringing people in and guidance in to support me with that. So that's definitely an area for development. For me at the moment but overall i just see it as a as a, as a great learning opportunity i, I really just en enjoy continuing to learn and, and seeing what else i can do to improve i agree i'm one of those lifelong learners i always love learning new things and it's one of the things i i really truly love about marketing is things are always changing and there's always new things to discover yeah. and, and new things to play with but noticing right where your strengths are and that's something that we talk about a lot as entrepreneurs right we, we wear all the hats usually when we get started and then it's a matter of finding out well, where should we be spending our time? Where should we outsource our time? Where, what tasks should we be doing first? And I think that's a lot of, I think it's a struggle for a lot of us, but I think it's also refreshing to hear that we're not all alone when we talk about that, yeah. realizing that not all of us have the, you know, I'm, I'm not great at making graphics, for example. I, I can do it, sure, but do I want to be doing it? Not necessarily. No. And, and that's kind of a, a great starting point as well, just to notice, you know, what will you need help with and what, what don't you need help with? So thank you so much for, for sharing and letting us know what's going on in your world and, and in your business building world. So we've talked a lot about the different ways Instagram can help your business. We've talked about, you know, how to get started, who to follow first, who to, 
who to look at and see what their success looks like and what that metric might look for ourselves, where to get started with content ideas, how to use Instagram as a relationship building tool. What would you say is the number one thing people should do right now to get started on their path in Instagram, whether or not they've already got an account up? What is that one thing they should, they should do to move forward? I think, well, I, I, for me, I would come back to getting clear on where this fits in within their business and why they're doing it. So yes, modeling the market leaders is a great starting place. And I would still recommend that as the first thing that people do when they get started on the platform, if they don't yet come with a plan, because that is a great way to, to at least get a plan or get an idea of what's working in your industry and in your niche at this, at this time. The second thing I would suggest, and I, and I find this with so many areas, that if, if this is something that people are really serious about, I'm a big fan of getting support. If, if there's things that I don't know or don't understand or, or how can I put it? If there's things that I know are going to be of value to me or benefit, then I think, how can I, how can I fast track that? How can I learn that? Or how can I find somebody that knows that that can help me? I've had that very recently in the business with, with some of the new software that we've been using. Um, we've just introduced Asana and uh, Evernote and a few things. And, and I'm, I mean, I'm learning right now. I've, I've hired somebody to support me with that and kind of show me the ropes. But I know that in the long term, it's going to save hours of time. It's going to save a whole lot of kind of cost with the business and staffing and, and such so that everybody's aware. And I think it's the same, it does, not just with Instagram, but with any area of the business that people may be growing, is looking at, is this something that I could genuinely, if, 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 I'm, if I'm serious about this, can I get the support with this? Can I find a shortcut to help me get the results that I'm looking for? And something that aligns ultimately with, with my longer term business goals. So that for me would be the, would be the, 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 the first step. I think getting support is a great first step as well for anything new that we're doing in business. I mean, yeah, you can spend dozens or hundreds of hours learning it for yourself, or you can jumpstart that process and, and also yeah. get somebody who can show you where your mistakes are before you make them. I find that's, that's yep. pretty powerful. So Jake, I want to say thank you so much for coming on, for sharing your wisdom with us. If people want to learn more about you and what you do and how to, how to conquer the Instagram platform, where can they find you? Well, thank you. I, I'd love it if, if, uh, if anybody did want to connect and, uh, and follow along. So the, the easiest place naturally would be on Instagram. That's the first thing I would say. It's my full name, Jake Adam Davey, D-A-V-E-Y. And it's for anybody that's already using the platform, it's a great place to, to start. The other thing uh, is that we do have a, a, a training, like a masterclass that goes through some of the strategies that we've used with our clients over the past five years to help them grow, you know, three and a half plus million followers across their accounts that generated $14 million in sales. So those strategies we actually teach in a masterclass, uh, it's totally free. And there's a link for that. It's, it's, if they go to the website, jakeadamdavy.com forward slash brand, and they can access that masterclass completely for free. That's also a great starting point as well. Fantastic. So everyone, the links, of course, will be in the show notes, but go to jakeadamdv.com slash brand to get access to that masterclass on, you know, getting started with Instagram and how to make sure you're using it the proper way. So Jake, again, thank you so much for being here and for sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you so much. It's been a, a pleasure. I've been delighted to be here. Thank you, Kimberly, and just keep doing the great work that you're doing. Thank you so much. You've been listening to more Conversations, Clients and Cash. For this episode, we dived into Instagram and how to use it for your business. Until next time, keep calm and go check out the Instagram Masterclass. Mm-hmm.